With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. The music didn't play all the way. Can everybody hear us? <laughs> I don't Just know. Checking technical difficulties. Uh, okay, Mr. Messenger says we are live. We are live. Hello, everyone. Hello. My name's Chris Kelly, and this is Lillian Naradowski. It's been a while, a few weeks. Yes. We are hosts from Chris Kelly and Lillian from ADCV Live on Totally Driven Radio. We've been away for a while. Hello. Uh, yes. A little bit. <laughs> How were your holidays, New Year's, uh, all that? 
They were good. We had a lot of celebrity deaths, so didn't we? Had to catch up on a lot of different things. Oh, unfortunately, uh, the new president. Too many, too many. Oh my gosh. Um, we've been away for a while uh, after the new year. Uh, we haven't put any new videos out either. They will be coming soon. Yeah. Um, several different reasons why we didn't get to them. Um, we were, but we are uh, getting back to them, and they will be up soon. So stay tuned. Yes. Um. What's the number for tonight's call, Lillian? It's the same number every week, isn't it? Yes, it's the <laughs> same number rusty. every week. Yes, that number is 718-508-9883. One more time, 718-508-9883. Give us a call. It's on the East Coast. It's dreary. It's raining and uh, cold. Good night to listen to Chris and Lillian. There it you is. go. Big nor'easter. I think there's cars blowing off the road, trees mm-hmm. blowing left to right. Like, mm-hmm. gosh, like Wizard of Oz. Boom! Crash. A little bit. Stay home. Get some tea. Get some coffee. It get is some a good cream. night to be in th- indoors. Yeah. Chill out with us tonight. Let's take a step back because tonight we're going to be focusing on the year 1987. 1987. It's a favorite yeah. for Lillian and I. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the year I graduated high school. I'm jealous. I get two, we're yeah. the same age, but you get those two years on me. I'm still yeah. awful about that to this day. Yeah. Long time ago, right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's like a blink of an eye, though, isn't it? 30 years ago? 30 years, smurdy years. <laughs> <laughs> How the heck did that happen? Let's see. What's going on in the news? What, it, it, gosh, it's, before we go into 2017, what happened at the end of 2016? We lost two big stars, didn't we? Three. We did. We did. Oh, yes, absolutely three. Well, first, Christmas Day was George Michael. My goodness. What a shock. Um, unexpected. I mean, who would have thought, you know? Um, such a talent. Uh, I mean, I had the biggest crush on him back in the day. Mm-hmm. I went to see him in concert, um, I guess it's about five, six years ago now, and uh, wonderful concert. I mean, he sounded amazing. You know, his mm-hmm. voice, I mean, I still listen to his music and, you know, liked and enjoyed all of his music. So, you know, even more so for me, it was, it was just such a, such a shock, you know, and so young, you know. I, know. I mean, I I, um, his music, you know, yesterday, you know, you listen to it then and you could listen to it now. It's, you know, just like Prince, we lost earlier in the year. I mean, his music will live on for decades and decades, forever, you know? Yeah. We got, um, it was, uh, I, 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 we talked about it earlier. I got to dig it out of their archives. So somewhere, I even have, a, a, you know, back in the 80s, you go into the, the mall, any any mall, like Grand Rapids Mall, Springfield Mall, mm-hmm. um, and you have these sound booths where you can go in and, and sing your favorite soundtrack. And at the time, I tried to be suave and do Careless Whisper, but I sound like a dying duck. Really? But uh, I'm going to find that and play it on here in one of these episodes. Um, you should. Just in tribute to George Michael. Um, mm-hmm. But it is a great town that was lost. Um, and we also lost, uh, gosh, Princess Leia. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. Another Tennessee. one. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, she left us and then, you know, was a little bit of a day or so after her mother, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Debbie Reynolds. 
Mm-hmm. Debbie Reynolds, yeah. Very sad, you know. Broken heart, you know. Oh, my gosh. So and last year had to be the saddest year. I mean, and it's not just for us, us kids from the 80s, you know, or the 70s. It was like it was like all generations lost all these superstars, whether it was – Science, you know, science uh, history historians, you know, like the people who walked on the moon, you know, um, people who made great achievements in our past just, just were wiped out, <laughs> extinct in 2016. Um, in 2017 uh, has been a little bit slower at taking lives, thank goodness, but they did lay claim to a big one uh, the other week, and that was uh, your 1980s. Um, Wrestling fan, uh, WWE back then. Uh, it's actually WWF. We lost Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Yeah. Superfly. I don't. I don't follow wrestling, but I know a lot of people <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> so, um, now Jimmy. Yeah. Well, Jimmy Snooker was. He was a big. He was a big wrestler. Like, like an island type guy. Long curly hair. Right. Um, had a lot of great fights, but somewhere along the way, he was accused of murdering. Um, a girlfriend of his, and went by all these years until recently they were going to to take him to court. Mm-hmm. And then I think recently, in the last few months, they they waived the hearing because they said he was too sick to stand trial. So if he did do that, I'm I'm very sad um, to hear that. Uh, you know, somebody that so many people looked up to, uh, his reputation is down the toilet. But if he didn't, I guess we'll never know. Uh, um, but as of now, that memory of Jimmy Superfly, he was one of my favorites. Um, May he rest in peace. Yeah. What's going on in the news? Anything Anything new today? Come on, Chris. I don't know about today, but on Friday. <laughs> Friday. Who? What could you be talking about? <laughs> we have a new president. We do? We Who is do. It? Donald J. Trump. Oh, Mr. Trump, Mr. I'm T. not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about this long because you know how my feelings about this, especially mm-hmm. with all the controversy going on mm-hmm. ar- around us uh, regarding his, you know, winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, we have a new president, and uh, I don't know how much you want to elaborate on that. So I will give you the floor. Well, well I mean, we have a new president. Um, one thing I've learned not to do uh, is on Facebook. Uh, share anything political because it, Facebook used to be something that was fun and now it turns out to be like a, a beat up bully playground and uh, people get really passionate but they also get very insulting Yes. so uh, I refrain from sharing my political views uh, what I do like to do is say is uh, I wish everybody peace, love and harmony uh, moving forward and mm-hmm. uh, say prayers or fingers crossed whatever anybody wants to do and that, uh, I, a safe I will say it ahead. again I will say it again, you know, whether people are happy about his election or not happy, mm-hmm. I think we need to be supportive and we need to be behind him and hope for the best and hope that he does well for our country, you know, for our country. Right. And that we, we can move forward and past all this that's going on. Right. As long as we're know? safe for the next four years, I'm happy. I mean, prosperous is a plus, um, but safe is, is number one priority. We, we all have kids. You know, we want to make a better world for, for our children. And our children's children. Um, so let's hope the best is ahead. Right. Um, but one thing about the clip, this whole, you know, Trump coming into the White House is some un- one, some things are unfair. And I will state what they are right now. No, and, I, uh, I, can, I can bet where you're going with this. Yeah, Go I, got t- I got two points. Mm-hmm. Um, one, uh, everybody's been picking on uh, 
Melania Trump. Right. Uh, the first of lady. Mm-hmm. Um, calling her class list and stuff, you know. Right. Saying that, you know, she posed nude. Well, you know what? She was a top model. You know, models do that. She married uh, somebody who's going to, you know, give her a great life the rest of her life. Um, right. She didn't ask to be first lady, but she is first lady. I think she's going to do a great job. Um, but for I, anybody to shame her for, for right. having a job, you know, for what she did before then, which was a very, it's a very reputable job, is, uh, is to me is insulting. You know, Michelle well, Obama, I have a high respect for right. for Melania. A first lady doesn't sign up for that when they get married. They're signing no. up to be a wife, you know. And I, th- I think people need to be supportive and give her a chance as, as well as we are going to give him a chance, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think, uh, you know, a lot of women have history. Everybody has a history. Everybody yeah. has a past. Mm-hmm. You know, whether we agree with it or not, mm-hmm. you know, people can change. People can move forward in life in different mm-hmm. directions. And, you know, you just have to stand be- behind them now mm-hmm. uh, because it is what it is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, and another thing, I've been reading up on their son, Baron. Baron. He's getting a lot of heat. Unfortunately, he's a 10-year-old boy, and he's adorable, first mm-hmm. of all. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what everyone's problem is. You know, I heard about this uh, Saturday Night uh, Live writer being, I guess, what, they, they, they didn't fire her, right? They just... Um, I think they um, they gave her a suspension uh, show today. Right. But she, she basically said... made a comment on Twitter, I think. Yeah, what you say, that... The, she predicts that Baron Trump will be the first homeschooled shooter. You I know, mean, that is just faceless. That's just so wrong, you know. Not um, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Satire there is not funny at all. It's hard. No, I mean, uh, again, just like you know, Melania, he didn't ask for any of this, right. and he's ten years old. Mm-hmm. You know, people people need to use better judgment in what they write, what they say, and um, people. Some people are innocent in all this. You know, yeah. so yeah. Regardless how you feel about the president, leave the families yeah. out of it. You know, mm-hmm. um, I saw Chelsea uh, Clinton actually was spoke spoke out today as well for. Uh, I saw that for Barron. I saw and, that. Uh, leave that Barron alone, cool guys. Yeah, that Pick was very cool of her. Inside. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. And that's class. Um, that's uh, things that uh, we need to do in life is, is stick up for each other instead of bashing each other. So, let's see what happens. Hope for the best. We do that, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> we have uh, an old friend of ours on hold. <laughs> we haven't spoke to in a while. Oh yeah, uh, who's you that? Want to say hi, real quick. Uh, Jeff Jones from the Jeff, Jeff Jones, Jones Show. <laughs> okay. Jeff, are you there? Hello, Chris. Happy New Year to uh, you and Lily both out there. <laughs> yes, I'm here. <laughs> hi, Jeff. Jeff. How are you? Hi. I'm doing good. How about yourselves? Uh, great, thank okay. you. How have you been? How's the Jeff Jones show going? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we've uh, been uh, doing uh, pretty good out here, uh, though. Um, in fact, um, uh, well, we did a, um, a concert um, show uh, live um, on Facebook um, back on the 14th um, of the month, um, and um, which nearly lasted like almost two hours. Though, um, and um, um, everybody totally loved it, and um, and then uh, last Friday evening uh, when we uh, did a show, um, um, I probably must have had like about um, a little past several 15 viewers um, uh, watch um, uh, that there. And 
Um, and um, um, everybody just has some uh, really good words. Um, yeah, I saw uh, you at concert. That was really cool. Oh yeah. By the by the way, happy New Year. We didn't, we didn't yeah. Happy New, we've been talking since yeah, last year. Yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. What what are you, what are your plans ahead for the weekend? Do you have any plans? Any new special shows coming up? Um. Well, let's see. Um. Well, um, actually, uh, we're um, hoping um, to uh, do a uh, much more better uh, shows. Though, um, um, in fact, um, we did this new Kids on the Block song. Um, I think it was uh, back on um, Friday. It was, um, and um, uh, it was um, one called. Um, oh yeah, um, the uh, right stuff. Yeah, um, and, uh, right and stuff. it's just called the right stuff. If you all remember that song, yeah. Sure. In fact, I'm, in fact, it was played on uh, Dance USA there, and uh, there. Um, and before I got on the phone here, um, um I was looking up uh, some number one songs here of uh, 1987, and and two of them there I found uh, found that were um, I mean that were played on Dance USA back in 1987 of of um, you keep me hanging on um, and um, head to toe, Lisa, Lisa Colchan. Head to toe. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa Colchan. I remember that. And oh, you keep me hanging on is um, Kim Wilde. Oh, Kim Wilde, that's right. Kim Wilde, yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. I think that's the year that I met you, Jeff. Is that the year you came to Dance Party USA? It was uh, 1987, if I recall. So, uh, happy anniversary, my friend. It's uh, I've known you 30 years now. Oh, really? It's been 30 years ago? Yeah. yeah. Sure has. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> flies. Oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. Would y'all, um, um, okay, well, would y'all, um, uh, get, um, um, Melissa Schusterman, um, and, um, um, I mean, Cindy Stark, I'm on the show. I mean, I'm on y'all's show there. Um, um, if, if y'all can we get can hold of absolutely. Yeah, we're trying to get them to call in and actually be on a, on a video episode, if possible. Uh, oh, good. We well, saw Melissa well, a couple actually, weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, did you? Well, mm-hmm. no, you, you know, um, I, <laughs> well, you know, I was looking um, at um, her um, pictures uh, there um, online there, and, and and she looks just about the same as she did before there, but for a little taller. She looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Melissa Schusterman is now Melissa Warren. You are timeless. Yeah. Warren. Yeah. Absolutely. She does look very much the same. So is Melissa Sabater. Both Melissas. It must she be does. the special name Melissa. Keep there keeping you them go. young. I agree. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, no, there's another one. I mean, um, if y'all remember the Brad Pack. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember who the who, who the Brad Pack oh, yeah. was? Yeah, that Donna, was Donna, Donna Karen, and Tara. And Tara, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I totally missed some three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in fact, um, I sent Donna a prayer request, but, but she never um, uh, responded back. And and um, I sent Melissa one, too, though, and they were still waiting on her, though. I mean, those yeah. recommendations you gave me. I'll um, talk to them. I'll follow up. Maybe they've been too busy to take a look at the messages. Sometimes uh, uh, life happens and we can't get a chance to get to Facebook. But I'll, I'll follow it, up if I see them. And the holidays were yeah. this year. Everybody was really busy, so yeah. that could be it. Oh, too. yeah. Oh, yeah. Melissa, Melissa Warren and, and Donna, uh, if you're out there, take a look at your friend request and make sure you add Jeff Jones. Yeah. You check out Jeff's new show, Jeff Jones Show. 
Um, yeah, yeah, because I, because I, I think they'll they'll really love it, and I mean, I'm well, of course, I know you've seen it though, and and uh, William, um, I haven't seen her online. Oh, uh, there to watch <laughs> that. <laughs> She's been shy lately. I have yeah. not. I actually haven't been on very much uh, the last week oh, really? or so. Mm-mm. Just trying to take a break from it. Yeah. You know. Gets, oh yeah. It gets a little much. Jeff. Do you yeah. have any New Year's resolutions for 2017? Well, I mean, well, actually, I'm hoping to um, do a whole lot better um, uh, this year uh, compared to uh, what those other years uh, there uh, have been. Though, um, what do you want to do better? The way you work, the way you sing, the way you exercise, the way you eat? What do you want to do better this year? Well, um, actually, um, I'm trying to uh, brush up um, on my singing voice. So, um, I mean, when I do them songs there um, um, on the show, though, um, and uh, and that right there, um, I think really entertains everybody mm-hmm. there. I um, mean, um, everything you know, and and just uh, the other uh, evening, um, um, I only got as far as um, the national anthem uh, right there at the beginning of the um, of the inauguration uh, last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all remember um, that singer Jackie Avancho, who sang the national anthem, that girl has oh. got the voice right there. It was she started out when she was yeah, ten years was old. Yeah, okay. you know, you know, that was very heartwarming. I thought. Yeah. Jeff, um, I want to huh? give a shout out to your show. Uh, everybody okay. check out the Jeff Jones Show when you can. Uh, this is a good friend of ours, and uh, I think very highly of Jeff, and I value my friendship with him. So does Lillian, and uh, he's a great supporter of our show as well. Oh, uh, yeah. A good value Jeff, of 31 years. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's just fly, it flew by. Um, yeah. Like a piece of apple pie. Just too fast. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But thanks for calling in tonight, Jeff. Um, uh, you're welcome. Keep, Keep touch and a happy, happy, happy New Year. Okay. Yes, happy New Year. Thank you again for yep. calling in. Uh-huh, you're welcome, Thanks, there, and um, yep, you're welcome, there, and hoping to talk to you all next week or two. Sounds good. Right on. <laughs> right on, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Take care, Jeff. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, oh, you do same. So you have to match your dreams. <laughs> Thanks yep. a lot. You're welcome. Somebody just wrote as well on our live video for this the radio show, and I hope he calls in if he's there. Christopher mm-hmm. Cotton. If not, we're giving you a shout-out. A friend of ours in Los Angeles, I guess in California, maybe not Los Angeles, but I know he's in California. Uh, he's been an old-time friend. Chris Cotton, give us a call if you want. Um, let us know what's going on. We the have another is, caller, Chris. We do. Who do we have? We do. But before we do, let me give that number out. As you, I, I interrupted you. I apologize. Um, the number to call in is 718 718- Mm-hmm. 508-9883. 718-508-9883. Yes, we have a caller. Caller, are you there? I think I know who, the, I think I know who this is. I don't. <laughs> you <laughs> won't, but you will. Yes, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is Uncle Raj? Yeah, what do you say there, Mr. Christopher, my long lifetime friend? <laughs> my Uncle Roger. Okay. Uh, Roger. Roger's yeah. my best, best friend from growing up. I guess where he lives, though. Where does he live? He lives, now lives in Las Vegas. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Chris, I've, known your, I've known your dad over 50 years. <laughs> Can you over, believe that? Over 50 That's years. a long time. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, is it good? 
hey, does it get any better? It feels like the last 30 years for us has been like the blink of an eye. Is it the same thing for you? Like, how does it go? Yeah, it does. Yeah, well, things out here are a little slower, so it's not hectic, real fast pace out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice being, it's great being retired. I love it. Uh, I love it. I saw the video you put up of where you're staying, and it's really nice. Um, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah it's really, it's, <laughs> we don't need this size house, but the price was right, and we liked this, and we bought it. And mm-hmm. It's a lot, a lot of room. Oh, I love it. I I'm, just glad, I, I, I'm visit. just glad I don't, ga- I don't gamble out here, that's all. We don't gamble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're Rod. Not, we're, we're always talking on the internet. Yeah, and then he'll get the urge to call me, and then I'll call him back and whatever. Yeah, we're we still. I want him to get out here. I want him, him and um, his wife to uh, take a trip out here. Yeah, he's uh, he's stuck in the boonies. He's up in uh, my father lives yeah, up, for anybody listening up in uh, the peace of New York, which is like in yeah. Amish country there. I, and uh, been, he lives by the internet. <laughs> the internet's gone. He's yeah, got nothing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I, I tell you, the, I think I spent three days, three or four days up there once. You know, a long time ago, before we moved to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up there with all that snow. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Rod, what's your, how's your family doing? Got okay? you, yeah, everybody's good. The family's good. Kids, girls yeah, are growing up really yeah. fast. Um, yeah, the kids are getting too big. fast. Yeah. I know. <laughs> How about well, we you? How are you kids? Good, yeah. Health-wise, perfect. Yeah, I'm under veteran benefits out here. They they treat the veterans out here so much better than Pennsylvania. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. They can't do enough for you out here. They really well, do. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, free meals, the Medicare, and the medical services you get at a brand-new hospital. It's wonderful how they treat the veterans out here. really is. Mm-hmm. But the it's great. Getting old, I have hearing aids now. I have to have wear hearing aids. <laughs> you have a hearing aid? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I have to have hearing aids, yeah. That's what happens when you get old. <laughs> Uncle Rod, what's the best? Have you, seen any of the, have you seen any of the big shows out there at, at, at the casinos? If you have, what's, what's the best thing you've seen so far out there? Oh, boy. Well, we saw Terry Fader um, and next I think February we're going to go see uh, Reba McIntyre, Brooks and Dunn. We're going to go see them. Oh, there good. At, at, at Caesars. Uh, we saw Celine Dion, saw her. Magician, um, mm-hmm. that that young guy, he's he's unbelievable. I can't think of his name now. It's getting me. David Blaine? No, no uh, Matt uh, something. Um, he, he won the uh, TV show uh, for um, – uh, it's hosted by the three Howie Mandel. Oh three yes, guys. yes, I know exactly what he's talking about. America's Got Talent. Talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He won, he won that. Now he's out in Vegas here. So uh, we saw him, and it, it was really good. But uh, the prices aren't too bad. You know, as as anywhere, the closer you get to the stage, the more you pay. That's all. You know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. That's, that's everywhere. But uh, yeah, we go. We go out to dinner maybe twice a month, something like that. Mm-hmm. Buy one, mm-hmm. get one free buffet and all that. Thing. <laughs> all the casinos. <laughs> yeah. They're all over the place, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, you stay funny. away. You try to stay away from the, like, the Venetian and the Bellagio and the Winds. You're going to pay top, top dollar out there. Mm-hmm. You know? so mm-hmm. there's, other, there's other good restaurants around. You just got to know where to go. That's all. Yeah. Mm hmm. I've never the been there. I'm dying, it's one of these, I'm dying to go one of these days. I would love it. Yeah, well, 
I'll, I'll get your dad out here and he can tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Uncle Rod, right, um, it's nice talking to you, buddy. Dude, now, before, before you hang up, before you hang up, now, before yeah. you hang up, what's your what's your favorite memories of the eighties? If you got any that you can share. The eighties. Well, Jesus mm-hmm. Lord, uh, I guess still music. Being, uh, still uh, playing music in a band in nightclubs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't play anymore, obviously. You know, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I I made a good living at it and uh, played Colorado, played New York, played Atlantic City. Uh, all through Montgomery County, you know, and it, it was a good time. I really had, that's where I met both my wives, the first one in the nightclub and the second one in the nightclub. I don't go to clubs anymore. <laughs> Two's enough, right? <laughs> so, then you, so, so then you stopped going to nightclubs, right? I hope. You've got that right. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Gerard, love you. Thanks for calling in. Call us that's in whenever you want. Give us, a, give us a Las Vegas update. <laughs> we love you. Hi, buddy. I love you. Take care. Nice. Surprise. Yeah, that was a nice surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Now, this is your uncle on your father's side? Yeah, it's actually my dad's best friend. We just always called him Uncle uh, Uncle Rod. My dad's one of my dad's best friends from his high school years. Okay. So he's an uncle. He's an uncle because he's an uncle, but not Mm -hmm. by blood. You know, I was just sitting here thinking, um, your uncle was there, and we were, we were discussing the year 1987. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, I'm, I'm like, something's coming back to me, Chris. Oh, 1987. Yeah? Um, What's that? Isn't that a pretty big year for you on a certain, <laughs> on a certain show? Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess, I, I, guess I, I think it was. I think I remember that was the year, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> you want to share it with everyone? Sure. So... As anybody listening who knows Lily and I knows that we spent almost four to five years on two TV dance shows. Um, I uh, had dated many girls over the years on those shows, <laughs> but one girl in particular uh, I dated and uh, had a fun year, and uh, we ended up breaking up on live TV. Are, are you going to Are you going to mention who it was? Yeah, I, I guess mean... we're good. I guess we're good. Drum roll. Uh, Kelly Ripa. And if she married me, she would have been Kelly Kelly. Now Too I bad. always thought that was the that would have been the funniest thing. Yeah. But, hence, but uh, my my wife got the the best last. She got the cool last name, Colleen there, Kelly. There she you go. And mouth. it sounds, sounds better. perfect. It mm-hmm. sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think Kelly's looking for a uh, co-host. I think it'd be just uh, a little reunion. Wait a minute, she know? still is. I haven't yeah. followed up honestly. Yeah, it's not Phil. Let's not have filled. a thirty-year reunion. You know, and have Lillian. I have three of us on there. Yeah, see? But what about you? I think you were dating somebody as well back in the day, weren't you, on the show? Um, I I was. That was uh, the year that I began dating um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my future husband at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that was, that's, that's when it all started at 17. Uh, time flies. Mm-hmm. What about yep. clothing? Do you remember what clothing you were wearing back then? Or lack of. I always tried to. I don't know why. <laughs> but I look back at some of these videos, and I'm like, what was I thinking? Where's my clothes? <laughs> um, I mean, later on, and towards the end of the, the years on the show, um, I, I could just see, like, this this whole evolution of me with my, my style of clothing change. You know, I would wear in the beginning, like, sweaters and this and that. And then I got a little, you know, I don't know. 
I grew into my own at the time, I guess, you know, as a teenager and, uh, you know, I just, uh, styles, I mean, I, I mean, I always wore black. I still wear black all the time. And very rarely will I throw a color in. And that's, I guess that's just my comfort zone. And, you know, I, uh, I just, yeah. you know, I wore, I, you know, I was, I, you know, and I hate to even bring this name up because I'm so disgusted with her right now, Madonna. Mm-hmm. You know, I followed a lot of her um, styles back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And, um, you know, so she was a someone that I looked up to mm-hmm. musically and style-wise. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. I think, so. um, well, I'm looking right now. Look, I typed in 1987 styles and trends uh, mm-hmm. for clothing. I think the early 80s were, were, were kind of big and getting into pastels and stuff, but the jeans were still high. I'm talking about the early 80s, you know. Yeah. And, and well, I think the jeans were high up. for quite some time, even yeah. past the 80s. But, uh, no, but I think in 87, I mean, as I look at the styles, it was more flesh. I think the clothes were still, colors were still there, but uh, more skin mm-hmm. was starting to be shown. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I had, yeah. And I was about 17 at the time, 16, 17, and, yeah, I definitely, <laughs> the flesh was showing. <laughs> Dude, um, the one thing I remember a lot of girls wore, and there was uh, Jody Watt would wear it. There was, uh, mm-hmm. what was it like a tutu? What was that thing? Oh, that <laughs> word. Like, um, what yeah. is the real word for? Is that the right word? Yeah, that's pretty much the word. Yeah. That's I didn't like them. <laughs> yeah. But everybody yeah. seemed to wear them. But I mean, at the time, you know, mm-hmm. it was cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think I ever wore one then. But I know, uh, if you remember Christina, she did a Jodie Watley lip sync, and she wore one in that lip sync. It looked adorable. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, yeah, I think it was Looking for a New Love. I don't even know if that's the title of it, but I'm sure everybody knows what that's I'm talking it. about. Looking Is for it? a yeah. new love, baby. I remember. So, um, oh, no, I don't even think that was the lip sync she did. It was another one of her songs, I think. She but did uh, yeah, song. she, I think mm-hmm. she did, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I just know that that was uh, that's the song she came on and actually sang Jody Wilde. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, yeah, no, I didn't wear them. <laughs> At <laughs> least anybody, not that I remember. Who remembers what they were wearing in 1987? Give I us know, a call. Really? Yeah. 718-508-9883. Mm-hmm. If you have any memories from Dancing on Air, Dance Party USA, and want to ask us questions from 1987. Uh, give us a shout for that as well. Um, we always love to to, to uh, reflect, <laughs> talk about the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. You always wore like something. If you if you watched Lillian back then on television, she was always wearing like black and sparkles or uh, and gosh, dark gray or am, silver. Am I much different now? No. Am I still wearing sparkles. black all the time? And, she and- is. Who doesn't know that I don't love sparkles? <laughs> but if you saw Lillian in white or any other color, it was always like, wow, she's not wearing black. Today. Even me, when I look at some of these tapes, you know, mm-hmm. and I see myself in another color or, or in, in white or red mm-hmm. or even a denim, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's weird for me to see. But, yeah, the sparkles. <laughs> always loved it. Always will. Very sparkly. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, who's calling? <laughs> and Who's calling uh, in tonight? We want to know. Talk about 1987. 718-508-9883. What was your favorite movie? Your favorite TV show? Your favorite music? Um, your favorite memories? 
What was your favorite memory? Do you have one from 1987, though? You know, and I'm not going to get into this much. 1987, it was actually a tough, tough year for me. Um, I had a lot going on. Uh, you know, I had the show. I graduated high school, and it was also the year that my parents um, split up. Mm-hmm. So it was a very difficult time for me, um, you know, trying to decide what I want to do after high school, you know, that whole pressure. And then um, dealing with my home life, what was going on there, mm-hmm. and still trying to do, you know, well in school before graduation while this was all going on, and then still going to the studio. And, you know, it was just, it was a lot. It was a mm-hmm. lot for a 17-year-old. <laughs> uh, I remember at the time. It was very tough for me. And, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, but, like, memory-wise, you know, I would have to say all my teenage years were at that studio. So whether it was 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, Mm -hmm. that was my high school at that studio. All my friends were there. That's what I did every day. I've Mm -hmm. said it before, and I'll say it again. They were my one, you know, one of my best memories. Yeah. We were there. More day we saw people there more than we saw people at school. More we saw people at home um, every day because you're talking seven, six, seven days a week we were there and, for uh, hours at a time, a day. Weekends were a whole day long. Um, right. Weekdays were a live show, then maybe two or three, you know, tape shows, and uh, we lived, breathed, and uh, hung out with each other. And uh, those friendships will last for life. Um, I don't care what storms may come. The friendships are always going to be there, and uh, the memories, too. Um, in 1987, I mean, we, you and I were both turning 17. I know I was starting to grow into my own, mm-hmm. uh, myself, and getting over my shyness period as well. And uh, it's just kind of cool. I was looking at some old tapes the other day, and I was like, wow, you can see, see the change. You know, you don't realize it until you can see it. What was the biggest notice you saw of yourself from, like, when you first went on to a show to when you saw yourself? Starting to change, they can look more like an adult. Was there one moment that you can look at and say, "Hey, uh, I saw the change there." Well, you know, um, like you had just said, I was I was very shy as a mm-hmm. teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was quiet, you mm-hmm. know, and I think I've, I've I may have mentioned this to you before at one point. You know, I was I was different on camera as I was off camera. Mm-hmm. And I always, you know, the people that I let close into my life at the studio, I mean, I loved everyone. I was friendly with everyone. But, you know, we all had different groups of friends. Mm-hmm. You know, whether, you know, whether we hung out afterwards or just at the studio. Um, mm-hmm. But I was quiet. And I noticed, you know, as I was I progressed in years, you know, later on towards the end, mm-hmm. I was coming out of my shell a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know. Being, you know, more a little more outgoing, but I was always a little more on the reserve side. Mm-hmm. So until I got to know someone and then, you know, that whole trust thing, and then I open up and mm-hmm. let them into my life. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I mean, I changed. I changed as far as, you know, more social, you know, not as quiet. I, I tried. I had to push myself a little bit because I was, you know, I was pretty shy, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, yeah, all my friends were there, but I did see changes, changes in my wardrobe. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was saying, you know, I was, I definitely wore a lot more. I I don't I don't know if conservative. No, it's definitely not conservative, but more um, less, not as revealing, <laughs> clothing <laughs> in the beginning, 
and then later on, you know, um, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> well, if, uh, anybody you know, wants yeah. To- See what Lillian's talking about. You can check her out. Uh, I guess we we posted one of her lip syncs for her recent birthday uh, on the, uh, the official yeah. page for Open Dancing your heart. on Air. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dance Party USA slash Dancing on Air Family Official on uh, Facebook. But I think we shared that video to your page as well, right? And what's that page? Uh, well, I shared it once you shared it, and I have to thank mm-hmm. you again for um, finding that and posting that for me for my oh, birthday. So thank you. Check out, check out Lillian. If you want to see more videos of us, uh, you can find more official videos there on the official page. And in the, one of the videos, she's actually wearing white. Let us know if you find it. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> That's on the official page, though. I am wearing yeah. white. Mm-hmm. That is a rarity. Yeah. It's, so, good. So what else do we got going on here? Gosh, what else is going on in the world today? Let me see. We, we're well, supposed to go to commercial break, but I feel like stretching it out a little bit longer. Oh, living on the edge. Yeah, we're a rebel today. Yeah. So, um, um we mean? all. <laughs> I'm listening to you. Go ahead. I'm no, do, do you mean like just general news, or do you want to talk entertainment news? Yeah, it doesn't matter. What do we got? We got. How about you? Do you have any? Um, well, you know, I have, I have some, uh, Do I have any 2017 resolutions? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know what? Just to better myself all the time, and take go. care, of, take get better care of myself. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I tend to have a little bit of an issue with always trying to be helpful and taking care of others, and kind of forget about myself at times. Mm-hmm. You know, so I do want to focus, you know, just on being a better person always, because mm-hmm. we could always be better. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know. And just uh, just being just being a well-rounded good person, all that you know. That's just, so you just got to try your best, you know. And I and and I, you know, you need to remind yourself of that, whether it's New Year's or not. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I don't really have like you know. Yeah, everybody wants to lose weight. Everybody wants mm-hmm. to do the normal um, resolutions, you know. Not do this. Not do that. Mm-hmm. You know. I just I just want to try to. <laughs> be a little happier in life and be more at peace, you know, if yeah. that, uh, that could be asking too much, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, I guess they're just more wishes than resolutions. We'll hold you to it. Well, at the end of the year, we'll see how you measure yeah, that. Yeah, check back. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know how I make mm-hmm. out. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I saw some good news today. Uh, I was going to talk oh, about that's later. Good. I can bring mm-hmm. it up now. There's, there's, a, there's a tour that was announced for the summer. I think and, I heard uh, about this. Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper for right. a summer tour. I did see that. That's pretty cool. And uh, I always Rod think of, Stewart's uh, still kicking it, huh? Yeah, man. He's got a, I would think he's in his 70s now, I think, right? I was going to say late 60s, uh, early 70s. He's got to be up there. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Uh, but when I graduated in 89, uh, our graduation theme was one of a song that was for me, I was pretty much on my own my senior year. I left my home and I was uh, I graduated living by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a great song that year that came out called "Forever Young" by Rod Stewart. And uh, the words that, just, that they resonated with me, you know, uh, "May good and fortune be with you down every road to Rome," you know, just, it was just one of those songs that you know life throws at you, it sticks with you. Yeah. So I I, t- I check that out. I check out the Rod Stewart City Opera Tour. That'd be kind of cool. 
Well, yeah, you just fill me in on how that goes for you. <laughs> I mean, I like them. I wouldn't rush to go see them. Mm-hmm. I do like them. You know, I mean, uh, in the seventies. No, yeah. I think oh, even Cindy then, Lopper Rod was big. Stewart did nothing yeah. for me. Sorry. No, I love the hot legs. You know, some of those songs were kind of. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, I, just, um, I didn't get the whole thing, but Mr. Messenger says he Rod Stewart's seventy-two years old. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Messenger. And one thing, when I speak, when I think of Rod Stewart, I do think of somebody he used to dance with. I, I brought this that guy I used to dance before. with. Yeah, and it always reminded me of him. Uh, oh Brett, boy, a guy oh, named Brett. Brett. When he had really? that big, the big hair up in the air. I yeah. was more like Flock of Seagulls kind of hair. <laughs> he, he went way beyond Flock of Seagulls hair. I thought. Yeah, I mean, I think he actually literally laid his head on an ironing board and ironed that head. <laughs> I, I mean, how else do you do that? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we are um, here live on Totally Driven Radio on the Totally mm-hmm. Driven Entertainment Network. We're very grateful to be here. Um, there's a show called Totally Driven. It's on Thursday nights with our good friend Bay Ragney. Uh, this is his network, and that's his show. Check it out. It's uh, 8 to 11. And right now we're going to go to break. And just want to say thanks for being on the Totally Driven Network. And stay tuned. We'll be back in like two, three minutes, okay? Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? 
Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. I guess that means we're back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. I was uh, just texting an old friend of ours, uh, Denise Jadzak. Uh, mm-hmm. She sent me a message. She wanted to call in, but she got some some mom duties with the kids, so I totally Aww. understand. Well, another time, I hope. Mm-hmm. Call us in next time, Denise. We'd love to catch up. So uh, the next thing we had written down was television shows from 1987. Television shows. I mean, the best show that I can think of and you can think of is the one, you know, the one that we were on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Dance Party USA, and uh, I think Dance on Air ended that year. I think we're talking about sitcoms more, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? What TV shows? So what what TV shows were on in 1987? Hmm? A lot. Uh, Alf. Do you remember watching Growing Pains? Oh, yeah. With Um, Rip Allen Thick. Mm-hmm. Right, and then um, we who we also lost uh, recently in December. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Also, um, I used to watch. I, re- I remember Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, Johnny Depp. That started in nineteen eighty-seven. Yep, and then uh, Dom DeLuise's brother or son. I can't remember. It was uh, was in it as well. Uh, that was a cool he, show. It was a cool show at the time. You know, I liked it. And then one of your favorites, Married with Children. Mhm. Oh yeah, Kelly Bundy. How you doing? Kelly Bundy. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the Cosby Show, The Golden oh, right. Girls. No, Cheers. I watched. I didn't really watch Golden Girls too much, but Cheers, right? Cheers was yeah. another one. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. either. My grandmother's uh, in a rehab center right now, and I went to visit recently, and uh, her turn. Turn the lady next to her birthday, Golden Girls on. Aw. Was that uh, in stereo? <laughs> Aw. Um, I'm trying to think, what else? The boss, on. Angela. Oh right. Did that start in '87? Uh, or was no, that on '84 to '92? So it was oh, okay. on '87. Mhm. Um, a different world. That was another show. I I remember that name. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's something. a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of good shows that started that year. But do you have a favorite? Do you have one that you remember that you watched? At I all? guess I guess that I watched more consistently was uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Mm-hmm. You know, is that because uh, you liked Johnny Depp at the time, or just because? It was a cool actually, show? I liked Richard Greco. Oh, at the time, remember him? He was on him. there when yeah. he came on. I liked him. <laughs> but, I mean, I liked Johnny Depp. Um, yeah, I mean, but I when he came on, I liked him. I don't know why, but. Who knows? What um, what was the show he had a spinoff of? Do you remember? Oh, you're right. Uh, Booker. God, Booker. That, that's am right. I right? And I yeah. just totally guessed that. I dated a girl who loved Booker. <laughs> oh really? Uh, yeah. I don't even know why I remember that. 
<laughs> wow. It didn't take me long either. What else do we um, have? We we got um I'm trying to think back too. What did I watch back then? Um I'm a Cosby show we watched because I think in my house we could all, you had a you had a brother too, so I mean mm-hmm. it was me and my sister were kind of like Vanessa and Theo. You know, I mm-hmm. guess you and your brother could relate to it at certain levels. It's uh it's kinda cool. Yeah, and Family Ties was still on. It didn't start in 87, um, but I just looked up on the internet. Um, Family Ties was on in 87. Yeah, I just just looked at some old tapes the other day, and I was talking about Michael Keaton on Dance. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, I'm sorry. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I actually got a chance to interview uh, Tina Yothers uh, on the show. Oh, the sister. Mhm. And uh, I didn't. I forgot about this. She actually had a dance on that we had to dance to at one point. That's a uh, nice. trivia question. If anybody knows what Tina Yothers' uh, dance song was <laughs> in 1987, let us know. Uh, trivia. Mm-hmm. And one thing we we slacked on, we thought we were going to do was, uh, I think we talked about having a uh, lip sync challenge between you and me. You know, somebody just recently that. asked me that, and then mm-hmm. I, I saw that Donnie James posted that on the official page. On my birthday, when I when you posted the <laughs> open your heart lip sync, somebody, <laughs> somebody said something or or mentioned it to me. I mm-hmm. honestly don't remember, but um, yeah, I, I guess we need to get on, get moving with that and put something together. Give us your uh, your picks, and if they're not, I know actually, yeah, we need for, suggestions, uh, right? Yeah, put it on Chris Kelly uh, from ADCV dot com. You can get us on Facebook and put your post on there. Share it to the family. Wanted to do and what you and I to do and give uh, us your suggestions, song title, artist, mm-hmm. and what you would like to see us do a lip sync to, Bring alone or set or together, which Bring whatever. It Bring it on. Um, if anybody wants to call in tonight, the number again. Is, I have that. Go ahead. You, you want to say, say it? You say it so much better than I do. Go ahead. All right. Um, the number to call in is seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight. Uh, again, it's 718-508-9883. We're talking 1987. Tell what do you your... remember? Right. <laughs> Tell us about your hairstyles back in 87. <laughs> <laughs> your clothing style, your favorite music, TV shows, movies. What you like to do on a Friday and Saturday night in mm-hmm. 1987. Mm-hmm. What did you watch? What, did you, what was your favorite music? Did you have a music that you were embarrassed to listen to? For me, it was always tough because I, the neighborhood I grew up in uh, was like a, a heavy metal type neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so all my friends listened to heavy metal, but here I am on a dance show, you know, by going to the West Philly part of town where, you know, I had a lot of cool friends out there and uh, listened to like the, um, the freestyle type music, which was always mm-hmm. kind of cool. So I was always like, Toss between you know what music to listen to in public, but in private, it's, I think I really. It's not funny you say that because that was more my situation in eighth grade before I mm-hmm. got into high school. All my girlfriends liked rock music mm-hmm. at the time because it was big. Mm-hmm. And um, my goodness, I, I and for a little while, I liked some of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then getting into high school, again, you're the, like you're saying the freestyle, the, mm-hmm. the pop music, top forty. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, that's where I stayed ever since. That's, you know, that's what I enjoy. There were some cool, like, 
club songs, I guess back then. I, you'll go to teen clubs, like I always remember listening to uh, Planet Rock and, uh, you know, White Lines, you know, all those mm-hmm. songs. It was like, Boom, 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 boom. Was that they played in the so clubs, cool. right? Yeah, and, yeah. Was, yep. What a cool feeling that was. <laughs> now you went to, I guess your neighborhood. We had Circus Town near where I lived. You what had, was Circus Town? That was like uh, the cool place to go for kids to go and hang out for a night, a teen nightclub. But you okay. had like, but you had like uh, electric playground. We had uh, right? electric playground. We had Mardi Gras. A Mardi Gras. I forgot about that. Mardi Gras. I I I would go. A lot. That was, mm-hmm. you know, in the northeast of Cotman Avenue, mm-hmm. um, and they, you know, they had their their teen teen nights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a blast. I mean, everybody, you would see so many people you knew when you'd go there. You know. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And it was always a project on how you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're 15, 16, too young to drive. So you're right. fishing for rides from everybody. How are you getting home, young lady? How are you getting home? How are you getting right? there? You know, um, who are you hanging out with? <laughs> and how many people you could pack in the car to get there? <laughs> you know? With the Aquanet spray, right. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, we had Electric Playground, Mardi Gras. And uh, there was another one. Oh, God, if anybody from the Northeast is listening, help me out here. I know there was more clubs in the Northeast. There was one on, on Roosevelt Boulevard near Cotman Avenue. Um, I don't remember I just, what you're talking I about. I just can't even. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember. It, it was a, the name. One big one we're missing out for everyone. Uh, Glen Mills area was uh, Pulsations. I did go there, but I didn't get there as often. Hence, because that was of the ride. Real far get, for you. Getting the, yeah. getting oh the God, ride. Yeah. yeah, being from the, you know, further up there, it, it was. Yeah, not many people were driving that distance. So, but I did go. Pulsations. Yeah, yeah, and but pulsations had the robot in there. Remember, it was pulsar. Of course, pulsar was in one of the. I think we all we had all we had we all had a turn dancing with pulsar, didn't we? I know I did. I did. He he actually came to the show. I found that the other day too, and and that episode was a Wild Wednesday episode, and it was it was a uh, futuristic show. And they were like, at the turn of the century, I got, I got to put this on the official page because people were saying what they were going to be doing at the turn of the century, which would have been 1999. And uh, we were all dressed in goofy outfits. I think you're in there, too, wearing like some kind of shiny black outfit, black, of course. Um, you're not pulsa- talking about the one that you sent me a picture the other day, are that you? May have, mm, it may be close to it, but this episode in particular was called The Futuristic. It was a, uh, a Wild okay. Wednesday type show, and they had Pulsar there co-hosting with Andy. And okay. uh, all the girls taking turns standing because they had right, little flat right, corner right. in front of them, you know. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I believe I, I was there. That. Yeah, yeah. Guys couldn't do it. The girls couldn't do it. Was that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that damn pulsar. They could have had a pulsarette, you know. Where was where was Miss Pulsarette? That's what I want to say. Yeah. <clears throat> um, in a few minutes, we're going to introduce uh, a good friend of ours, George Rother, uh from Movie Guy Twenty Four Seven. Um, he's movieguy247.com, and you can find him on Facebook. Um, he's got, he knows everything that you want to know about <laughs> movies, and I don't care what year it is, whether it's 1980s or 1920s. Um, he knows what they are, and he knows what's out right now. Um, he's going to talk some movies from 1987, mm-hmm. and he's going to give a, uh, an update, I think, on a new movie called Split. I got to see what that is, too. I, can't, I know the name, but I can't think of what it is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure. I mean, I've heard of it. I'm not really 
sure what it's about. So, um, yeah, so he'll have to tell us about that and see if it's something worth seeing. Mm-hmm. I think some kind of, might be some kind of sci-fi film. I can't, I can't, I can't recall. Oh, no, Three Girls, are, it's a horror movie. By Three M. Night are, Shyamalan. Oh, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. I just pulled it up. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it. The very first movie I was an extra in was... You? Sense. Yeah, The Sixth Sense. You were? I just recently watched that. Mm-hmm. Where were you? <laughs> My scene is cut out left and right. I, I was in a scene when, when she realizes that he's dead, um, or he realizes that he's, she realizes that he's dead, and she drops the ring and runs out. Of, in the scene, it's not even in the film, but she drops the ring and runs out of the house. Yeah. And uh, I was outside the house. <laughs> what were you doing? Just walking by the house. You were a random person standing I was outside a random, the house? Yeah, I got paid for it. I, I stood there well, all day waiting for that scene. It was probably too stalkerish, so they, they, they took you out. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I have is, uh, I mean, it was one of his first films. He didn't have a lot of money. Um, they used the, the extras. They would ask the extras if they could use our cars, and they paid us a little extra. So that was a great format, movie. Oh, my God, great it was movie. great. The floor mats in my car say, uh, you know, extra. It says um, car for uh, six cents. And you see footmarks on there from the producers or whoever is moving the cars and stuff. But my car is, my car, my thing is cut out, but my car is in it. Oh. Go figure. Same car. Damn that car. Do that. Well. Mr. Messenger, is, uh, is George on the line yet? What time is George calling in? Uh, nine. Maybe a little behind. Oh, it's, yeah, it's only 901. <laughs> what is, and after George uh, signs off, we're going to talk about some of our other favorite movies from the 80s for a little bit. All right, so okay. If anybody has any favorites from the 80s, let us know what they are, and um, we can bring them up, because there were a good bunch of movies that came out in 1987. Well, you know, um, I was kind of prepared for this because I knew we were covering the year 87. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a couple of my favorites were Dirty Dancing. Mm -hmm. Um, What was the other one that I wanted to mention? Were you a a Princess Bride fan? That came out that year, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I, I know I've seen it. I just, I Mm -hmm. actually don't even remember the storyline right now. But there was another movie that I that I know I wanted to mention this. Well, you know, and we covered this in one of our episodes uh, or web shows, uh, Can't Buy Me Love. You know, I love that movie. That, of course. That, that yeah. was one of my favorites. I want to rent uh, you. <laughs> right. Rent me? Rent you. Yeah. Yeah, see? <laughs> see, now you know the line, like the back of your Check hand. Check out that episode, everyone. We have a whole episode about that movie. Yeah. It's on our, it's on our uh, actually, website. Mm-hmm. I, since we don't have a show this week, maybe you should re-air that. I think we shall. I should have done yeah, it last week. You asked me, and I didn't get to it. So, uh, yeah, we should re-air that one. <laughs> and since we are covering 1987, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. So um, how about you? Was there a uh, member uh, Overboard with Goldie Hawn? And, oh, um, my wife but, watches that every time it's on. That, that movie never gets old. <laughs> that, <laughs> it's one of those movies that I can watch, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, not every day, but, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's, it's one of those good movies from back in the day. Yeah, it's a cool movie. I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a chick flick, but I get roped in on when it's on. Yeah, I guess house. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, Dirty Dancing. Was mm-hmm. good. 
Nobody puts baby in a corner. And I could watch that. Not all the time as well, but it's one of those movies. Full Metal Jacket, I have to bring up, because that was Mm -hmm. a good movie. Oh, gosh. Uh, You know, I've watched that a few times. Fatal Attraction. Remember Uh, that movie? Of course. Michael Douglas and... uh, Lock up your rabbits, men. Lock up your your, your pet rabbits if you're cheating on your wife. Oh, my goodness. We all know where that rabbit's going to end up. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Spaceballs. I don't think I ever saw on, that. Uh, I remember spoof. that being out, but yeah, it's a spoof on uh, Star Wars. Uh, Mel Brooks. That was a good. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon. That's a classic. Yeah, you like them? Oh yeah, yeah. Riggs and Murtaugh. Um, Hellraiser. Diplomatic sure. immunity. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, uh, Hellraiser was good too. Hellraiser. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Moonstruck, oh, that's a good one. All oh, right, with Cher. Person that mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage. That's always one of my house too. Yeah. Summer school. Oh, that's a great one. With oh, with uh, great, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's Another a lot one of my, good ones. Oh yeah. Another one of my wife's favorites was The Lost Boys with uh, Keeper Sutherland. Oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And Jason and, and I don't know how I could forget this. I just came across it. I mean, this I've seen so many times, and it never gets old. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, John Candy. John Candy and Steve Martin. What a great movie. <laughs> he had so many hits, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, Candy's wow. Gone. Truly. They say I mean, God that... takes the great ones early, so it's, uh, they make their mark. <sighs> yeah, I guess so. But, um, yeah, he he was funny. What was that other movie that he was in that was hilarious, John Candy? It was just like one name. Uncle Buck? Okay, not in one name. <laughs> right, Uncle Buck. Great <laughs> movie. I don't know what year Uncle Buck came out, but <laughs> uh, it was, a, was. you think that was an 80s movie? That had to have uh, been 80s, oh, yeah. right? Or early 90s? Yeah, it has to be. I, I love that movie, too. Don't type it in your phone because spell checker is going to misspell Buck. I'm sure of it. <laughs> or duck. <laughs> yeah, duck. I get duck all the time. Duck you. Right. <laughs> oh, another one of my favorite movies came out. This is one of my favorites in 1987. I don't know if, I think you talked about this one before, but I want to do a whole episode on this. What's up? You and me at 3 o'clock in the uh, school geez. parking lot. Right? 3 o'clock high? 3 o'clock high, yeah. Oh, God, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, George is on the line, Chris. Ah, he is. Okay. 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 Everyone, we have our – let us introduce to you uh, Movie Guy 24-7, our good friend, George Rother. Hi, George. Are Hello, Chris and Lillian. How are you guys doing? How are you today? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you guys. Happy New Year. <laughs> okay. And I'd like you, to start off by saying Uncle Buck was 1989. Ah, Thank great. you. Nice. Thank you. And, and did you enjoy that? Did you enjoy yes, I liked it. You did? I liked it. I liked it fine, but I agree with your assessment of planes, trains, and automobiles. That was perfect. It really was, that wasn't is, it? I mean, I, I could watch that and, and still laugh at the same parts that I, I did the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. You know, How, uh, how does he those... know which way we're going? <laughs> <laughs> there's so many, there's he so must many be moments drunk. in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts in that movie was when they're both sitting on the luggage and their car's on fire and they have their back to the car. 
mm-hmm. or, or they're looking at the car on fire. They've already been through hell uh, in the movie. <laughs> this is more towards like the later part of the movie. That um, was fun. But uh, I mean, it's it's there's just so many like classic moments in that movie that <laughs> I could just still laugh at. <laughs> I watch anyway, it every year around Thanksgiving, and it makes me laugh too. Yeah, it's a so, great one. So tonight, you guys wanted to talk. Season? Yeah, oh, with the with okay. the movies. Did you see a lot of movies over the holiday season? You better believe I did. Um, oh, great. Well, my favorite was La La Land. You did okay. see that. Mm-hmm. I've seen it twice now. I think it's terrific. Really? Mm-hmm. I really liked it a lot. Um, and I'm not just saying that to be like everybody else, because apparently there's this thing that everybody likes La La Land, and they get mad at people who don't or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know about I any dispute like that. I just know that I really enjoyed the picture. I can okay. honestly say, I remember you saying it before, I guess, uh, one of the last times we spoke, I think you said you liked it. Um, so I think uh, I can vouch for you. <laughs> George well, genuinely likes I, La La Land. Mm-hmm. Well, since I don't know well, much I, about it, is it, what kind of movie is it? Is it a drama? Is it a ro- like a romance? Is it a comedy? It's I a don't musical. even know. It's a it's musical. A musical. Mm-hmm. An actual okay. song and dance musical, like the old days. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. It stars it stars Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone as a pair of dreamers in Hollywood. He wants to open a jazz club. She wants to be an actress, and they mm-hmm. fall in love. It doesn't have much. Well, it has a very slim plot line, but most musicals of the 30s and 40s did. So, you could mm-hmm. say it's kind of a homage in that respect. But the music is really good. Uh, the chemistry between the two, lo- two leads is terrific. And it's just a very nice movie to watch. Oh, cool. Cool. And what else did you see over the holiday season that well, you could recommend? I have seen a few movies. Um, like, literally, I saw three back-to-back-to-back that were four-star pictures. I saw, <laughs> what are they, Hidden Figures. A Monster Calls, and Patriot's Day. Okay. I thought all, uh, Hidden Figures is the one about the uh, African-American women who worked at NASA and helped with uh, John Glenn's mission in 83 to orbit the Earth. Um, a Monster Calls, that's the one about a kid who conjures up a monster um, that helps him cope with the grief of his mother's oncoming death from a terminal disease. And Patriot's Day is a true account of the uh, Boston Marathon bombing a few years back. Oh, okay. That's and that one has Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was pretty intense. So, yeah. I mean, those three were absolutely terrific. Mm-hmm. And what else did I see? Um... Well, over the weekend, I saw the new M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan movie, Split. Oh, that's what we were going to talk about, right? Yeah. And what was your take on that? Well, well I'm, ha- I'm proud to announce that Shyamalan seems to be back on track. After a string of really crappy movies, he's actually made one worth seeing. It does, it does have some genuine suspense to it. It's a pretty good story. Um... It does have kind of a twist at the end, and I'm not going to give it away. It's just not the kind of twist 
you usually get from Shyamalan. It's something a little something different. And I'll just add this: it's a movie I'd like to see made. Mm-hmm. So, but Split's good. The lead actor he is James McAvoy, who you might mm-hmm. know from the X Men movies. He plays Professor X, the younger version of Professor X. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I see his picture online because I, I had searched the movie out just to get an idea mm-hmm. what was in it and um, what it was about. Well, he plays a man with 23 different personalities. I think my and daughter he, went to see this a couple nights ago, too. She was telling me this. Yeah. Well, he, kidna- he, kidnaps yeah. These, he kidnaps these three teenage girls and holds them prisoner for some reason that I won't give away. But, uh, it's a good flick. It's a solid three-star movie. It's one that's worth checking out. Great. So you give it three stars. Three out of four stars. A three out of four. Okay. All right. It well, has a couple. Of, <clears throat> it has a couple of pacing issues. Um, most of Shyamalan's movies do. They tend to move a little bit slow. I understand why he does that. It's a deliberate mm-hmm. build-up to suspense. He wants us to get to know the characters better, to get a better feel for them. So when the stuff finally happens, we're kind of emotionally invested. Okay, I get that. But sometimes the pacing is just a little, uh, okay, just get on with it, please. <laughs> but uh, yeah. it's a good movie. Good. But, he still, but has he, still, he still hasn't hit. I'm sorry? Uh, he still hasn't reached the uh, success feeling of uh, Sixth Sense, though, has he? No, I mean, with that, okay, there's always a, uh, what do you call it? There's always an obstacle with these uh, excellent films. When a director mm-hmm. makes a film as excellent as The Sixth Sense, he's mm-hmm. really set the bar high, and he's yeah. never going to outdo himself. Mm-hmm. So... As such, any picture he does after a great movie like that, it's just going to mm-hmm. suffer by comparison. Mm-hmm. That's just what oh, – it okay. just happens. Mm-hmm. So it's good. It's it's a good movie to see. And let me right. see. Is there anything else worth mentioning? Um, well, those are really the most notable pictures to talk mm-hmm. about. I mean, I've seen other things. I saw that new Underworld movie, and uh, quite frankly, that. that's not one of my that's not one of my favorite franchises. So no, it didn't really them. do anything for me. No, you do. I'm afraid. I, I, yeah, I'm a huge fan of them, but I think and maybe it's her. Maybe it's a fan of her. But um, I, I do like. I've always loved the werewolf versus uh, vampire type films, but I felt like maybe they were taking a, a reach with one more film for that franchise, and uh, so that maybe I see how be how you feel about it? Is that what it sounds like? Or is it is well, the plot it's any not good? just that. Well, let me put it to you this way. I think they can get another movie or two out of it. Unfortunately, okay. they do leave themselves open. But mm-hmm. I've never been impressed with the Underworld movies for this reason. It's just too much CGI. When you see those yeah. transformations, it's a complete mm-hmm. disconnect. Yeah. You know, it's the same reason I hated An American Werewolf in Paris back in 97. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved American Werewolf mm-hmm. in London for a lot yeah. of reasons, but mm-hmm. the main reason was that amazing transformation sequence. Mm-hmm. It was the first time anything like that had ever been attempted 
with those kind right. of special effects. We're talking back mm-hmm. in 81. It's the very reason the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences made up the award for best makeup mm-hmm. specifically for that movie. So with American Werewolf in Paris, I was hoping for something good. But mm-hmm. as soon as I saw that first transformation, mm-hmm. I was done. It was like, oh, great. And I just <laughs> consequently hated the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. So, I can expect that. But when if you like Underworld, to... that's cool. Yeah, I, I did like them. Um, but again, they're, they're in a world of their own to me. They're not. I can't compare them to other uh, vampire movies. I think, we want, we, I think each one of us has been a, a fan of I've vampire movies. I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've never um, seen that one. But it is different from other ones, so I can definitely see uh, your opinion, George, absolutely. And, and the CGI and anything anymore, I would still pick the old school uh, transformations and graphics in, in many situations over the graphics I see anymore um, because it just takes away from it uh, in general. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yes, somebody <laughs> agrees with me. Just, was just this past year, I was told by another younger movie critic that I'm so out of touch with the times – I just don't get what they're doing with these CGI effects. If that's what people want, that's what people mm-hmm. want. And honestly, and what is your I don't feeling think I'm really that? off base. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking. I don't. I think I'm on base here with this. I think the CGI really does kind of suck. It really does look like it's done on a computer. A lot of times when I'm seeing these movies. I feel like I'm watching some kid play his video games. Yeah. I mean, it's it, just it, something else. It. It yeah, it comes down to budget sometimes, I think. But uh, I think they overuse it sometimes, just of ease of, of use. And uh, like, there's a show on television I watched now called Lucifer. And I was telling Lillian about it. But the one thing I don't like is the CGI graphics they've been using on a case to try and show that he is the devil. And I'm like, it just looks too corny to me. You know, I'd rather see some old school... You know, horns and stuff pop out. You Special know, effects, yeah. yeah. Um, Take us back to CGI the days effect. of The Exorcist. Right. The right. Exorcist. Now, those were, those were cool. <laughs> Absolutely. So you guys wanted to talk, well, so you guys also wanted to talk about quick. 1987 movies. Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, I just wanted to ask you real quick before we move on to that. I remember we discussed oh, sorry. Uh, the, the Star Wars, uh, was it Rogue One? Am I saying that right? Rogue, rogue, rogue. rogue. I, I don't know why I keep saying rogue. Um, how would how would you, you know, um, rate the special effects in that movie? They were pretty good, I guess. I mean, with Star Wars, I mean, okay, so I you understand. Really ever get excited gonna... about much? <laughs> you're, you're, you know, uh, it's like I mean, do you think that they were like well for the you know the current times or overdone? Okay. I got excited with The Force Awakens. To me, that was pure awesomeness. Yeah. Rogue One was okay. I actually went back to see it a second time. And, and I just mentioned that well, because that's the recent one that I can, you know, that was big that I, I would think had a lot of special effects in it. Well, when they put it with the effects in a Star Wars film, they're usually <clears throat> good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lucas pretty much. Create set the set the bar for modern day special effects. Um, when he started making the Star Wars movies, I mean those were pretty impressive. And even right. though I think the prequels got a little too much into the CGI, 
I think the Force Awakens special effects were good. Now, as for Rogue One, they were pretty. They were good too. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie itself was okay, but the effects are right on target, so it gets props for that. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. All right. Yeah, let's not move to on worry. to 1987 then. <laughs> <laughs> this will be backwards. Well, I caught a few right. of the let's titles go, you guys were talking let's, about. Let's go back in time. Um, Good, George. I caught a what few of the titles, titles you guys were talking about. Okay. Well, right. I heard you guys talking about Hellraiser, um, mm-hmm. Summer School, both of which I like, um, mm-hmm. Three O'Clock High, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the one I was thinking of. No Way Out, starring Kevin Costner. Uh, oh, you guys remember that I one? Remember that. I, I vaguely I remember, remember the title. that. Yeah. It was a uh, kind of a thriller. He, he was a, assigned to the Pentagon, and he had a mistress, played by Sean Young. Mm-hmm. And she was also sleeping with his boss, played by Gene Hackman. Well, okay. Gene Hackman causes her death, and he's trying to mm-hmm. cover it up. So mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of intrigue going on in the uh, Pentagon. Kevin mm-hmm. Costner's trying to prove who did it. I and, think I uh, do remember this. Now that you said that, mm-hmm. I th- I mentioned that because I was writing an article today mm-hmm. about about the M Night Shyamalan movie Split, and I was mentioning mm-hmm. that very 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 few movies I've seen have ever you know given me an ending that really surprises me, and one mm-hmm. of them was No Way Out. I will All not right. give away the ending, except to yeah. say I absolutely did not see that coming. Oh, and it okay. was awesome. It was cool. Oh, I'll have to I'll have to rent it or check it out on uh, mm-hmm. you know on the on the TV. Yeah, and the I, next I, title I that came to mind. Well, it was pretty big in the theaters when it played in '87. Um, it did make a little mm-hmm. bit of money, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was pretty known. Now, the next title I was thinking of, I'm going to go obscure here. It's mm-hmm. a spy picture called The Fourth Protocol. Um, Michael Caine and Pierce Brosnan, and I believe Pierce Brosnan pays a Russian spy who's trying to hide in England. He has some nefarious plans to set off a bomb, and Michael Caine is the MI6 guy assigned to find him. Okay. Now, not a lot of people know about that. Um, It came at the end of the summer. Audiences during the summer don't want to go see a spy movie that's a little slow moving. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Oh. Oh, what's um, it called again? <clears throat> excuse me. The Fourth Protocol. The Fourth Protocol. Okay. Okay. Fourth Protocol. I'm not even sure it's av- if it's available on DVD or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, last time I watched it, I think I watched my old VHS copy. Wow. So that was a good I'm... one. Now, what, what else, else did we ah. mention, Chris? Good, good, George. What else did you have on your plate? The Principal, starring Jim Belushi and Lou Gossett Jr. Ah, that's a pair. That's a heck you of do a remember pair. that one. That was, no, that was I a don't. pretty good flick. That's why I'm quiet. Jim Belushi was this <laughs> Jim Belushi was this screw up teacher who got assigned to the absolute worst crime ridden high school in Chicago and he oh. takes on a street gang. 
Mm-hmm. I do remember this. Okay. Good movie, that huh? That was decent. That was decent. See, 1987 was a really good year for movies, a really strong year for movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've had Predator. You had Robocop. Mm-hmm. You had mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. I mean, right there you have some really great flicks. Good movies, yeah. Um, you had comedies like Summer School, Adventures in Babysitting, Can't Buy Me Love, um, oh, Planes, Trains, train. and Automobiles. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as I, you know, remember the great movies of 87, I also mm-hmm. remember the bad ones. And wow. one of the ones that's, like, right at the top of my list, Jaws mm-hmm. the Revenge. I saw that on the list, and I can't remember what the heck happened in that movie. <laughs> they, they got, didn't well, let me give you the end, if I remember. Go ahead. Well, it was silly from the get-go. You saw mm-hmm. the tagline on the poster, this time mm-hmm. it's personal. And I'm thinking, <laughs> really? <laughs> it was the stupidest damn movie. It would lead mm-hmm. you to believe that a shark has a vendetta against the Brody family, and on top of that, it follows the mother to the Bahamas. <laughs> okay, that's wrong for a lot of reasons. For one mm-hmm. thing, sharks don't swim in warm water. Especially right. great whites don't swim in sh- warm water. How can that mm-hmm. be? Mm-hmm. Then there's a scene near the end. Yes, this one also has Michael Caine in it, and I can only say he must just wanted the paycheck. Um, I can't think of any other reason why he'd want to be in this movie. Right. But there's a scene near the end where he falls into the water. Mm-hmm. A little while later, he gets out. You see him standing on the boat dripping wet. The camera cuts away to the actress, Lorraine Gary. When it cuts Mm -hmm. back to him, his shirt is completely dry. Guys, you know, it's like, where's the continuity here? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sitting there watching the movies, and Mm -hmm. I'm just shaking my head the whole time. Like, how did the studio let this one pass through? Mm -hmm. I mean, what were – here's a question I've always had about bad movies. At any point in the production – does anybody ever stop and realize, wait a minute, this movie sucks? <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, uh, I mean, go how ahead. How did this make it to the screen, right? Yeah, I mean, okay, I got a few good laughs out of it, and mm-hmm. which I'm sure the makers of the movie would not want to hear because it was not meant to be a comedy. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, I'm the laughter was completely derisive. And mm-hmm. I've watched it a couple of times since, and it really is bad. But I will give it an edge, albeit a slight one, over Jaws 3, only because <laughs> Jaws the Revenge is laughable. Jaws 3 is just painful. It was boring. Is that the one that was uh, 3D? I'm trying to remember. Yes. Yes, it was it in was. 3D. Okay. And st- I've seen it both four versions. It stinks mm-hmm. with and without the 3D. Oh, my God. Da-da-da-da. I didn't see it, but I do remember when that came out. Oh, I remember the very day it came out. July 22nd, 1983. I remember seeing it opening day, being excited mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. A Friday afternoon crowd. Theaters packed to the rafter with kids. They seemed to enjoy it. 
I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is a Jaws sequel. Well, they've ruined it. Okay. <laughs> but after and this is a did fifth. Either of you, did either of you have to see the original Jaws? Were you scared to go in the water? Or at least think about it when you went to the ocean? I know I did. I wasn't I scared. Think, I, I wasn't allowed to see the movie. You had to yeah. wonder, is, could the yeah. shark I wasn't allowed there? to see the first Jaws. I wasn't allowed no. to see no. the first Jaws when it came out. I was seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But just hearing what it was about kind of made me afraid to go in the water that year at the shore. <laughs> right. So for a movie to have that effect, I guess it did work. And I've seen it several times since. Jaws 1 is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, it was really good. And how many how many and sequels was there? Four. That? There was just – it was four total? Okay. Four Four Jaws movies in total. There was a mm-hmm. time when Mel Brooks wanted to do a spoof, call it Jaws 3, People 0. It never mm-hmm. happened. But it could have worked. It could have worked. Um, and, I'm just, and I'm racking my brain for any other 1987 movies. Um, okay, A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Among, among the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street sequels, that's the absolute mm-hmm. best. The third okay. one. That picture was that was actually great. Um, I mentioned Predator earlier. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger and an alien. Need I say more? Mm-hmm. Oh, and Jesse the Body Ventura, Carl Weathers, Honey Landum. Yeah. What a cast. Mm-hmm. So I mean, wow. Yeah, eighty-seven. Terrific year for movies. That's all I can say. I'm going. I'm going through the list on IMDb, and it's just it's it's gigantic. I um I didn't realize all these movies are done in there, and I'm trying to uh, throw some titles at me. I'll tell you what I think. Uh, yeah, I think I will. Uh, Prince of Darkness. I watch it every Halloween. It's probably one of my favorite John Carpenter movies. There we go. Um, I'm a huge Stallone fan, no matter what he did. But one that came out in '87 was over the top. You know what? I have a soft spot in my part my heart for that movie. It's a Canon. It's from Canon Studios. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone as an arm wrestling truck driver. It's a right. classic. Mhm. My only annoyance with that movie is that kid. He really is obnoxious. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Did he play his son or something? I don't know if I've seen that movie. Yes. His name was David played... Mendenhall. He played Stallone's estranged son. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that, that kid could have used a smack. <laughs> well, mother... I, that was his role, right? I mean, that, I guess. That was his no? role, but yeah, there's just a point where it's just, okay, that's too, too obnoxious. Much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little too much, yeah. Even a pacifist like myself want to haul, wants to haul off and belt the kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. There's another I, great. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, go ahead, Lo, go ahead, Because uh, I, I had mentioned the movie. Uh, I, I don't know what your favorite types of movies are. Uh, you may have mentioned it in the past, but uh, do, you, do you prefer comedies over horror movies or thrillers or sci-fi? Which type of movies do you have a preference, George? I like well. I love horror and I love action. Okay. Those are I would so I say those are my you, top two genres. I was going to ask you about Overboard, and I know that's a comedy, so um, I just I know. like that very much. 
I liked Overboard. Okay. I like a lot of comedies too. Um, mm-hmm. What I gave you was my favorite genres. Now, right, comedies right. I like. Today's comedies, not so much. I really don't find okay. too many of today's comedies all that funny. I find mm-hmm. them foul, crass, and gross, just mm-hmm. not particularly funny. I mean, mm-hmm. just this past summer, I don't understand why everybody thought Sausage Party was so darn funny. I thought yeah. it was – oh, it just got on my nerves. But no mentioning words, Overboard, <laughs> no, yeah. Overboard worked mm-hmm. precisely because you had two appealing actors, Goldie Hawn mm-hmm. and Kurt Russell. Right. And they're two of my favorites. And they favorites. had good chemistry two of my together. Favorites. Yeah, they had really good well, chemistry together. Well, they're a real-life couple. That yeah. I know. They're a real-life couple. Have been pr- yeah, but on screen it really came across well. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's so. a good one. And one that didn't get enough love at the box office, like nobody went to say it. Yeah. Which, I know I've seen it many times once, it, you know, later on in the years. So, um, and another one that we didn't mention, uh, Robin Williams' movie, Good Morning Vietnam. Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, that was 87. Oh, oh, that was classic. Still Mm -hmm. is a classic. Um, Right. That that role was (laughs) tailor-made for Robin Williams' brand of humor. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. That was really good. Even my dad liked it. Oh, did he? My and dad doesn't great... ordinarily go for people that do a lot of yelling and screaming. Okay. Funny story. My dad went with me to see uh, Police Academies 3 and 4. Mm-hmm. Both times he had the same question after the movie, and I quote, Who the hell was that idiot that screamed through the whole movie? That would be Bobcat Goldthwaite. Oh, yeah, I remember Bobcat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. name. What a name that was. That's an old Right? Oh, uh, yeah, Bob Peck I saw another movie in this list I think you've mentioned before, Some Kind of Wonderful. Some Kind of Wonderful. Ah, that, John Hughes. Mm-hmm. John Hughes. No, okay. it's Eric Stoltz, Mary Stuart Masterson, uh, Leah Thompson, and Greg right. Schaefer. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Great movie. Great oh, movie. I think it's one of Hughes' best. Oh, I liked it, yeah. Mr. Messenger and, has a question for you. But go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, George. I'm sorry. We'll ask you afterwards. I was just going to say, I think it's his best, and it's uh, got the better ending than Pretty in Pink. Mm-hmm. Yes. At least that was my and Mary opinion. Stewart, and Mary Stewart Masterson, she just has this uh, this cute appeal to her. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, no, I totally just understand different. what you're trying to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was a I get it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bay, Bay, Mr. Messenger, uh, wants us to ask you about Christmas office party. He says he wanted to see it so bad, and basically the fun parts he thought were in the trailer. Do you have the same opinion? Well, unfortunately, I let myself get misled with that. The trailer was mm-hmm. actually fairly funny, and I mm-hmm. thought, well, maybe the movie will be funny. Well, it goes to show you, even Movie Guy twenty four seven gets gets dip chipped now and then. It was terrible. <laughs> you watch the movie and you're like, they really did show all the decent parts in the trailer because the rest of it oh, is garbage. Yeah, it's, it's like I just said a few minutes ago. It's not funny. It's it's just like crude and crass and gross. 
It's like, all right, I was explaining this to someone. It must have been over Thanksgiving holiday. Mm-hmm. What I really, what I really object to, and I'm going to use the this is the end as a prime example. What I really mm-hmm. object to is these movies that really don't understand how to use profanity to good effect. In that mm-hmm. movie, I mean, it just seemed like the actors were competing to see who could say it the most times in a single sentence that F word. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I don't get offended by this normally, but Mm -hmm. come on, guys. Seriously, you could – do you know any other words? And then I Mm -hmm. think back to the movies from back in the day that were considered profane. Um, Mm I'm thinking Slapshot and Used Cars as two examples, movies that had a lot of cussing in it. Mm -hmm. They knew how to use it. They knew how to do it. It worked. These movies today, it's just – it doesn't work for me. Um, probably one of the few sitting in the theater not laughing. Mm-hmm. Every now and but there is at least one or two comedies every year that I do laugh at. Um, what did I laugh at this year? I can't recall offhand right now what they are. Oh, Bad Moms. Mm-hmm. I liked Bad Moms. That's the one. Yeah, I heard that was good. Yeah, my wife liked that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I admit to laughing at that one. I even watched it a second time with my wife, and she thought it was funny. So, well, that's good to hear. I have a there trivia question for you. I have a trivia question for both of you. Um, go for 1980, it. 1987, a movie came out, and I know both of you know this movie. Um, and it was shot. A lot of it was shot in Philadelphia. Um, with a John Hughes actor. Oh. I'll give you that Are we talking about My Little away. Girl starring Mary, Mary Stuart Masterson? No, no. I'll, I'll give you an easier hint. Um, there's a famous story oh, wait. involved. Oh, Mannequin. Yes. That's, that's with Andrew McCarthy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in Pretty in Pink. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mannequin, I, th- I don't know why the critics hated it so much. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was a good movie. Um, how did you guys, think, How did you like it, Lillian? You know what? I I, I do remember. The, was that Kim Cattrall in that? Yeah, it was her. That's right? correct. I, it was good. I I I liked Andrew McCarthy and Pretty and Pink better. I don't know why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it, overall, it was good. And that was shot in Philadelphia. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. At the old John Wanamaker store and other locations like South Street. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, oddly like that. enough, that, that's another one my dad went to see with me. My dad, <laughs> the guy who loved action movies, I couldn't even imagine mm-hmm. why he wanted to see Mannequin, but okay. <laughs> did he love, I have to ask you, did he love, because when I think of movies from this year, when I think of uh, um, Lethal Weapon, I mean, not just was it an action movie, but it was so entertaining between the two actors. Um, I think that's what was part of what the magic was with the, what you that. Oh, he lo- he liked it a lot. My dad and I mm-hmm. would always go see all the action movies together. Mm-hmm. We both liked that kind of thing. I think it's because of my dad that I developed mm-hmm. an appreciation for like Dirty Harry and Charles Bronson mm-hmm. and uh, James Bond. I right. love all that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of action and shooting and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he really dug Lethal Weapon, and he liked Part Two also. And 
he died the same year Lethal Weapon 2 came out, so he never got oh. to see the other. Oh. No, thanks. That was 89, but yeah, yeah we that's what we do, so yeah, Lethal yeah. Weapon, it's it's a classic. I mean, I've really never met anybody that doesn't like it. There's two more I see that I want to ask you about. Let's, let's Go one. for it. Um, the Untouchables, another Kevin Costner film. I was actually going to mention that, but forgot. Um, I think it's the best adaptation of a TV show to big screen ever made. Mm-hmm. Did you ever I see picked that, that over Fugitive. I, I didn't. I didn't see it, but I, you know, also I remember when that was, you know, out. Oh, movie. you guys see Kevin Costner, Sean Connery, and Sean Connery, and uh, right. Robert De Niro. They're all in it. He puts so one of yours in the big. hospital. You put one of his in the morgue. <laughs> right. <laughs> Brings a knife to a gunfight. <clears throat> Um, well, yeah, that's not the whole line, but we can't say the whole line. Yeah, I there. didn't. Yeah, I was being. Yeah, I was specific cutting pieces out, but. <laughs> um, and what was the other movie, Chris? Oh, Spaceballs. Oh, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, that was a. <laughs> I'm just plain yogurt. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> Lord Dark Helmet. <laughs> oh my god, I'm surrounded by Mhm. <laughs> keeping it clean, oh, guys, keeping it clean. <laughs> yeah. There How you about go. you? How about you, love? Any other Smitty Seven you want to ask George no, about? No, I think we I think we pretty much covered covered this a is fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is fun. How about uh, Dragnet with Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks? Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that being out, mm-hmm. but I didn't like those type of movies. Isn't that wasn't that a comedy too? Yeah, it was a spoof on the old TV show from the sixties. Mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd does a dead-on imitation of Jack Webb. <laughs> yeah, that was a I great. See, I didn't see that. Great show. It's good. It's a good movie. Three o'clock I, high. I like. Talk about. I might do an episode around three o'clock high. One of our webisodes, George. I definitely want you to come in and comment on that because that's that's one of my favorites. I think you like that too. I'm just gonna throw in one more title, and that's it. Full Metal Jacket. Oh, there you go. Lillian said she liked that too. We I saw it with my buddies in high school, and we never forgot it. What were your thoughts on that? It's a very powerful movie, and another one that knows the proper use of profanity. Not a comedy, mm-hmm. but still, they mm-hmm. get it. But Right. Wow, that was searing. I mean, especially that first hour on Paris Island. Um, mm-hmm. It was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Stanley Kubrick, great director. I miss the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a shame. So, but absolutely, right. let's do an episode around three o'clock high. That's a cult. That's a cult classic. People got to yeah, talk about that. That's a must. <laughs> Definitely a must. Um, I also want to say happy belated birthday to your wife. I think you posted that this week, didn't you? Did you have a birthday Yes, this week? Donna's birthday was on the 20th. Happy birthday, That was Donna. just this past Friday. <laughs> they say happy birthday, Donna. Thank you. Thank you, she says. <laughs> You're welcome. She's been getting happy birthdays for a week now, she says. Oh, good. She's, good hey, good. we took her to the Olive Garden the other night. Everybody mm-hmm. in the restaurant sang to her. <laughs> I've never seen her face turn that red. It was hilarious. <laughs> Excellent. So anyway, before we go, is it okay if I give my page a plug? Absolutely. I definitely want you to. Of course. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, everybody, how you doing? Listen, if you're at your computers or you're going to be at your computers in a minute, do me a favor. Go to Facebook and check out my page. It's Movie Guy 24-7. That's all you got to hit in, and I am the only Movie Guy 24-7 on Facebook as far as I know. Check it out, and if you can do me a solid, give the page a like. I'm really looking to increase my uh, fanship. So check me out. Thanks. That's there George Rother, Movie Guy 24-7, good friend of mm-hmm. ours. And get your movie info at Movie Guy 24-7. Yeah. George, thanks so much, brother. Hopefully Thank you'll be you available so next much, week. George. This is a fun I'll be night. around next week. I'm all I'll be around every Monday. You guys have a great week. You thanks, too. George. Thanks you too. Again. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. That was a fun fun conversation. Good good segment, yeah. I think we'll go to one more commercial break and we will all return. Right. Uh we'll see you in about three minutes. Sounds good. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in Southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. 
We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stories page on Facebook. Hi, I'm Lillian, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> there you have it. Thank you. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Unexpected is even better. That was cool. That was cool. Thank you, Mr. Messenger. <laughs> we got uh, 13 minutes left. If anybody wants to call in and share your memories from uh, 1987, please do. The number is 718. 718- Five zero eight nine eight eight three, Cara I'm calling you out. You said you were going to call, <laughs> but cheers. Enjoy your wine if you're drinking. <laughs> cheers. We got a. Uh, we talked about everything but music. I think tonight, right? Really didn't focus on that. You know, no, we didn't. We didn't mm-hmm. have the chance. What um? What was your favorite music from 1987? Have you looked it up to see what was on the Billboard charts that year? I actually did not, but, you know, I'm sure, you know, a few of the people that we lost in the past year were on there. Oh, yeah. Sadly, you know. um, um, Do you have it in front of you? Yeah. Um, What were were the, let's do the top ten. The top ten songs? Okay. Let's, uh, let's. uh, I was going to say let's play a game, but we both see the same list. So you have an advantage. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So the top number one song of 1987. Well, no, stop it. Start at number 10. Okay, okay. So, okay, so I'll go back. I'll give you a question, see if you can figure them out. All right. And if anybody has a guess, you can call in or or write us as well. All right. Um, Number 10 is the first word is living. Bon Jovi, on a prayer. There you go. Living on a prayer. We had to dance to that one, too, didn't we? <laughs> we did, a few times. Number nine is the Bob Seger song. Mm. And uh, we did have to dance to this one, too. It was not a favorite of mine to dance to. And it's a, probably a less known one. Okay. Um, the song has is a two-part word. <laughs> Do you want to know the first half of the word or the last second half of the word? Well, you said Bob Seger. I don't know many of his songs, so I'm go. Um, just give me the first, I guess. Shake. Shake. Hmm. Uh. No. Don't. No, I don't know. Shake down. The so shake down. Shake down. You busted. Yep, I remember <laughs> dancing to that. This next one, I think I have to look up because I, I actually just downloaded this for. Uh, for uh, my uh, iTunes yes, the other day because I, I heard it and it's, uh, it's a great song. All right. Um, bear with me. I'll tell you, there's a lot of horns in it and it's a Bruce Hornsby song. You may not like Bruce Hornsby, but this song was it was a huge hit. All right. Um, here we go. Oh, 
remember this yet? I do remember. What's the first Rafiki song to achieve something? I lost what you said. What did you say? Wasn't this a theme song to a TV show? No, but it sounds like it could be. Lyrics coming in a minute. Okay. Oh, I can handle it. Here we go. That's just the lady. Some things will never change. That's just the way it is. Oh, don't you believe it? It's called the way it is. Mm-hmm. That was a big. Cause nobody. Chicago was big on that. You know the the. Uh, the brass, the, the horns and stuff But this song was kind of cool Because of the way the music they put into it um, Number, what was that? What did I say that was? Number 8 in 1987 That was that was 9, wasn't it? Let's see. I don't know. No, 9 was uh, Bob Seger with Shakedown Okay uh, Here's one this, So number 7 is a group called Whitesnake You can probably guess the song If you like Whitesnake I think you probably um, did I have it ready to go Shoot One of my favorites. <laughs> You're gonna make me download this. <laughs> I can't hear it. Make it louder. Put your, you put your, can't hear that. Very little. Blame Apple for that. The highest my computer goes up. Looking for. We all know this song. You gotta get to the chorus. Let it go. Let it go. There you go. Here I go again on my own. Come on, let's sing it. Going down the only road I've ever known. What's that? Seconds. Yeah, you did do that thing to this. Right. <laughs> I, Facebook flagged me for for like the first three times that I tried to post it because of copyright. Well, Facebook got lighten up, man. I mean, you can't even go to a, a concert and play a song without it getting, uh, you know, called out on. You got to share your moments, you know. It was thirty seconds. Everyone does it. I mean, if they would just let, if they lowered the cost like a dollar to play a song, thirty seconds of a song. These guys will probably get richer than they already are because nobody wants to pay the big bucks anyway. They're going to go to download stuff. So we might as well just uh, work with us people, work with us music industry. So that was number seven. Here I go again from Whitesnake on a Billboard mm-hmm. Hot List from 1987. Right. Um, this is what we danced to. We danced to all of these. Um, Robbie Neville. Does that, does that sound familiar to you? Remember that, that singer? Of course. Remember, do you remember um, the song? Say La Vie. I there have you go. Say La Vie. Say La Vie. I'll let you take number five. Your turn. Oh, 
number five is nothing is gonna nothing's gonna stop us now by Starship. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I remember this. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna stop us now. Yeah. Right. And then we of course have the amazing Whitney Houston at number mm-hmm. four with I Wanna Dance with Somebody. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I will let you take the other one while I prepare the next one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, Gregory Abbott, Shake You Down. How the heck did that go? Do you remember that one? Uh, vaguely. Shake You Down. I gotta look this one up. There you go. There you go. After the advertisements from Hall's Cross Shops, temporarily released. Complications from the source book. Get the love, you gotta love them 30 second ads. Oh, I know. This is a slow jam. Do you remember it? I do. Yeah, yeah. Not one of my favorites. No, but I remember it. <laughs> I would, if you asked me off the off the street when I know that song, I could not save it to save my sing it to save my life. And but, that brings us mm-hmm. to number three. Two, two, two. Is it is it mm-hmm. two? Mm-hmm. Turn this up so we can all hear it. Mm-hmm. Come on, give us the name, Chris. The group is Heart, and the song, she's going to say it right now. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Mr. Messenger says what a great tune. It is a great tune. Kick it out, Lil. Kick it out. Sing it. Come on. <laughs> oh, I can't even know. He just is her beautiful voice. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and then the number one song on Billboard Hot Hits for uh, 1987 is uh, I wouldn't. I remember the song being a hit, but I don't think it was the number one song of the year. It was the Bangles. What was the song, though? Well, I mean, we danced to this many times, um, mm-hmm. trying to dance like Egyptians um, mm-hmm. and walk like Egyptians, and that would be Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bengals. Number one. Yeah. I can't whistle the whole thing. Um, that was a good song, though. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you have it, the top ten Billboard songs of 1987. We uh, we're about to wrap up. We are. Uh, thanks for everybody who called in tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Rother, Movie Guy, twenty four seven. Who Thank else? You. We... On our callers, we had Jeff Jones. Mhm. Who else? Thank you, in? Jeff. We have somebody else. We did have somebody else. Oh, my Uncle Raj. Your uncle, right? Thank uncle you. Raj. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> uncle Raj in Nevada. He's going to give us the updates from time to time now. Um, I want to thank everybody again uh, for listening to us here, and uh, give a give a shout out to uh, Totally Driven uh, Entertainment Network, and mm-hmm. remind people to tune in on um, Thursday night uh, to see who Bay has on. Bay, you should start telling us who you have on so we can start plugging it for you. You have any big guests coming on Thursday night? You can tell us about. It. You want us to share? 
Mr. Messenger is at a loss. Hmm. Maybe he's not paying attention right now. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, well, check so. them out. Eight, eight to eleven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same link. Um. Oh, here we go. This is an advertisement right here. Can you see it? He I has. Carrie Ann. I can't. I'm not sure I could pronounce that last name. Panici. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Good job. And Stu Marshall, the Night Le- Legion. And Carrie Ann is a reality star, model, interior design, owner, and creative decorator of Daff House. Check them out this Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, we haven't done a video episode, but they are coming. And we're going to reach 1987's Can't Buy Me Love this week. That's right. So stay tuned and uh, be patient. Uh, they're coming, and uh, we're tired of talking about them, too, because we just want to get them out there. Scheduling and, uh, is very difficult. <laughs> they are on their way, and we're yeah. and uh, once we get rolling, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep moving. Keep Hi moving. guys, so uh, thanks for any last shout outs though. I'll tell people to follow you anywhere. Um, everyone, uh, you can follow me on Lillian from Dancing on Air, Dance Party USA, Lillian Narodowski, and or you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at star with three R's sixty five. You and don't forget, yeah, don't forget to check us out um, at Chris Kelly from com. You can find us on YouTube under the same name. You can find us on Instagram under the same name. And mm-hmm. you can find us on Facebook under the same name. Chris mm-hmm. Kelly from ADCTV.com um, or slash Facebook slash Instagram. And Lillian is there with me. And uh, check us out, guys. Thanks a lot and Happy New Year. We'll see you next week. Good night. Oh, one more thing. What? What? What's you always remember. Always remember. Never forget, Lil. Right. Yes. You can take someone out of the '80s, but you can't take the '80s out of anyone. <laughs> there we Peace, go. Peace, everyone. Good night. Ciao. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.